officially spooky season and we're here for the top 10 movies to watch this spooky season yep uh we both got our list together mindy also has a list for the family a pg list if you will for the kiddos mm-hmm. like uh, i'm not like talking like preschooler or anything no. like that but i would say like pg to pg 13 yeah One's for the whole family to enjoy. Exactly. And then we'll talk about people getting brutally murdered afterwards. Yeah, because not all kids can be as blessed as Daniel and I to know what it's like to watch <laughs> somebody be eviscerated when you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of kids don't like that and they kind of shy away from it. We were kind of like, no, home of here, I got this. We jumped into it. So, so we'll start with the family list, and then we'll go into the, our horror ones. Okay, so number 10 is Halloween Town. That's a classic. From uh, 2004, starring Kimberly J. Brown and De- Debbie Reynolds. Um, like Daniel just said, it's a classic. You cannot have a horror movie, not horror, but you cannot have a Halloween movie night with the kids without having Halloween Town on. I mean, yeah. 2023, and I still hear people say the word Halloween Town. I mean, fuck, there's an actual town that is called Halloween Town that they do a celebration in yeah. in October. From what I've heard, though, don't waste your money. And on there was like six it's movies. Really too. overrated. Yeah, and they and they got a really good film franchise out of it. Yeah, they did. I mean, honestly, I didn't watch past like the third, but that was just because Kimberly J. Brown was my girl. I watched the one when they went to school, and then I was like, it's getting a little corny. But uh, I thought that when you said you had a family-friendly list, I thought this had to be on there, and then something that rhymes with Locust Jokus probably would be on there, too. And uh, there's like a couple other ones that's like, there are Halloween classics that you would get together with the film. That's like not horror and stuff. Okay. Because there's movies that, you know, you want to watch with mom and shit, too. Exactly. Um, It's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, from 1966. Classic. Exactly. And when, I mean, a lot of people now, with kids growing up and stuff, unfortunately, they're missing out on this part of life. But when I was younger, and even when Daniel was younger, and I'm sure even when my aunt was younger as well, that like Charlie Brown cartoons were kind of the staple of holidays. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, and a lot of people out there still watch this. I mean, and yeah, it's not really a movie and whatnot. It is technically just a little short cartoon. It's thirty minutes, but it's a television movie. It's a television movie. That's how long television movies were back then. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so then for number eight, I got both. I I did a two first because. As far as I'm concerned, they came out one after the other and had most of the same exact characters in it. So both Adam's Family and Adam's Family Reunion. 
from the 90s. Okay. Don't know if Daniel remembers them. No, I do. Or not. Uh, Christopher Lloyd played uh, Sucker. Yeah. Yeah. So I put those down as well. Um, Kiki's Delivery Service from 1989. Now, this is more... This is more of an acquired taste. Yeah, I've never heard of This is more if your child is into, like, anime or manga or something like that. Or you are even... Yeah. Miyazaki has some great films. I, I struggled between this one and Spared It Away. Yeah. But I thought this one was cute with the little broom and the black cat and I thought it was I thought it was pretty cute. Number six is Monster House from two thousand six. This was a movie that basically was on all throughout the year for like a good two years in my house. <laughs> That's how much Daniel loves this movie. And I even think that we, mem- didn't we memorize this movie together? Yeah. I think we did. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we did. So for people who don't know, we actually used to mem- memor- memorize movies that we love. So when the power went out and or snow day or whatnot, we would have something to do because we lived in a tiny little town and a trailer park. Yeah. So we would literally memorize these movies, these lines and everything else and like act them out. Put them on yeah. the movie. So that's a little fun fact. Then E. T. from nineteen eighty two, that is also a classic. That's a good one. Not exactly Halloween Spooky, movie. Yeah. But it's it's an alien. Alright, go <laughs> I'm doing my best here. It's an alien. I, I'm doing my best. You are. And then number four is the good old Wallace and Gromit. Oh, shit. I don't know if anybody has had the pleasure of watching these two. But this is the most stupid, like, animated children's thing. But it's also kind of tradition for me as a kid. So... We're just going to keep it on there. Number three is Gremlins. Don't come for me. I know it was a Christmas movie. I get it. That's still a good one to but watch. But it's since still a good season. one to watch if you're little. Because a lot of ones on my horror list aren't like set in Halloween. Yeah. It's just that have that spooky vibe for spooky season where you kind of want to turn the light off and watch it. Yeah, and, you know, and number two, you already those. know what it is. You said it at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Got that. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Yep. I figure this should be up there. And That's number two. And then number one, I don't know if Daniel remembers this movie, but it was a movie that I loved from Disney Channel, original movies. And I watched it a lot. Um, don't look under the bed. Oh, my God. Yeah, this was a scary one. The Boogeyman movie. Yeah, this was one. And you still this see memes when, about it, that it's like Disney had no business being this scary. Yeah, it, this, is like, this is one where Disney was like, you know what? Let's like get scary with it a little yeah. bit this Halloween. Like let's let's really push the limits because like they had Halloween Town under wraps. Like they had like a lot of good Halloween movies, but this one was actually pretty creepy. Yeah, this was like kind of the closest thing they had to a scary movie. Yeah, it was it was creepy. It was suspenseful. It had a twist. I mean, like you said, it's the closest that Disney was gonna get to being. A- they're having a horror. I might put it on tonight, honestly, now that you start talking about it. 
It's just such a good movie. It is. All right, guys. So I would have added oh, Hotel Transylvania to that list. Oh, I forgot. And Sharon loves Hotel Transylvania. Well, it's a good animated, like, Isn't kinda. it a series now or whatever? Yeah, they have franchise? a couple. Like, that was a whole franchise. Yeah, yeah, they have, like, one, two. I think they might even have, like, a fourth one up there. But the, I liked one, two, and even three wasn't that bad. Yeah, they were fun. They were fun little movies. Adam Sandler kills it in them. Oh, I didn't know he was in them. Yeah, he's, yeah, he he's the guy. Oh. He's the dude. He's the dude. Now, let's get into our horror movies for spooky season. Maybe. Yes, goodbye, children. We'll go one to one. Now you can put the kiddos to bed and we can talk about brutal shit. And uh, this is where it gets rated R. And for my number 10 movie to put on this spooky season, because I kind of thought of like, hanging out with your friends vibe and drinking a beer and watching something cool and I went with Hellfest to start because there's nothing that says like party and Halloween at the same time no like you're talking that. about Hellfest LLC right the one that we went to team theaters no Hellfest the one with uh, the girl from Scream yeah we saw it. did we see it in theaters no we didn't yes we did okay we were very. I I was very upset when we left the theater. Actually, you were pretty disappointed too, because it was a lack of environment kind of thing. Okay, I thought we didn't see it till long after. No, you saw it in theaters. But uh, it, yeah, it was. I liked the movie. That to me, it aged well. It, it aged well for me. I've seen it like three times now, and each time I've grown to like it more. Shit, I bought it for him. I mean, it's not in his house, it's in my house, but. It, I yeah, mean, it's still there. But I've seen it a couple times, and I enjoy it more and more. And there's something about it that it has I that fun. I will have fun... to say he does have it. He does have that point, guys. This movie in particular is better we watched. It is. And it's fun, like a party thing to put on with your friends, I think. Exactly. And to hang out and it, see exactly. real quick. I think it's a fun little slasher. To, it doesn't take too much brain effort and... I enjoy it, so that's my number 10. What's yours? Um, number 10, and don't come at me because I know it could be seen for kids too, but a lot of people are not going to show their children Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe. not. I would. I, I mean, I would, but yeah. I don't know. I, I was I was told by my fiance to dial it back a little bit, so that's my dialing it back. Go ahead, Daniel. What's your nine? Uh, that's a Tim Burton classic, just to give a little piece on that. But uh, my number nine. Let me pull up my list. I have a favorite of mine when I was younger. And to me, another one that it's like you get a group of like teenage kids and, and you kill them off. But this is in a cool environment way. Final Destination 3. Oh, my God. You love this And this movie. is more like of an end of a school thing. But to me, it's still like... Like I said, a lot of mine aren't set. A lot, exactly. A lot of mine aren't set in Halloween, but it has that spooky season vibe, and it's something you can put on with your buddies in like September and like with the can, or even in the summertime. And I'm sorry, MCR just he he looks he just looks like Halloween. Yeah, he does. Who's MCR? It's a nickname that I didn't personally give. Two of them, but it's a nickname for these two goth kids. Uh, sorry, emo, emo kids yeah. at um and Final Destination. McKinley and whatever. McKinley and then 
his girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. And McKinley, everybody calls MCR, which yeah. is My Chemical Romance. Right. And I knew. Her, the... And then she's Misery Business. Yeah. Which is Paramore. Because yeah. she looks a hell of a lot like Haley Williams. He's the poker expert from the Psych episode, Poker. I barely know her. Oh, okay. But, uh, it, yeah, this is just a good movie. And it, it's a fun, like, high school romp. Like, just, and uh, Ryan Merriman's a fucking legend. And one of the best actors of that generation. So he got fucking, he should have ended up in something bigger later on. Uh, and he was a good, like, hero in this. And it's a fun thing to put on and turn the lights off. Yeah, Ryan Merriman, call us. We'll we'll get you into something. Daniel will make an entire movie around you. I'll write a part for Merriman. You will write an entire movie for me. <laughs> I would. I'm serious. He, like The bro love is there. It is. Uh, for the Luck of the Irish, hell yeah. I'll write a Luck of the Irish sequel. The Luck of the Irish. I wasn't even thinking of Luck of the Irish. I was thinking of Smart House when he's hiding behind the counter. Smart House the, sequel, too. When he's hiding behind the counter going, that would be good. That's the thing about Merriman is you got to work with a lot of cool actors. Like this chick that was in this with him was in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yep. He's done a lot of crazy shit. He, and he was with Lasseter was from Psych and Black the Irish. Yeah, Black Christmas. She's, been, she's had a lot of lead roles. Mm-hmm. And she's very good. And he was with the legend from uh, Married with Children, the wife, in Smart oh, House. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Katie, uh, what's her name? All right, number eight. Wait, right? No, no, what's your number nine, Mindy? Um, it is a piece from Hulu, and this is actually back when Hulu, a couple years ago, when Hulu got together with Blumhouse, and they did a movie TV series thing called Into the Dark. Daniel's giving me a really weird look. Don't worry, Daniel. It's not going to be the Thanksgiving one, I think. <laughs> This is the first Halloween one that they came up with, and it's called The Body. Oh, okay. So think of a hitman, right? Right. And he's just getting done with his kill at the end of Halloween night. Well, starting of Halloween night, like the adults are coming out to play and shit. Yeah. And he goes out, and he's dragging a body out of, out of the guy's apartment to go deliver it, because I guess he's a hitman. Well, gets to his car, tires are all slashed. Happy Halloween, ha, ha, ha. So, finds people, and they're like, oh, what a cool costume, dude. The body looks so real. And, like, people are kicking it and shit. It, it's kind of gross. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because he's got them, like, wrapped up in saran wrap and shit, so no one can really see. Yeah. And, like, it's just. Once they do find out, it's gross. And it becomes a cat and mouse all over New York City with this hitman chasing these party goers that were supposed to give him a ride. And they have his hit. And he's running all over trying to get his body back. Yeah. And everybody thinks, like, everyone in New York City is like, oh, my God, that's such a cool costume. And they're taking pictures of him with the body and stuff, and it's like, oh, my God. No one has any clue. Yeah. That is a real dead man. What the fuck you doing? Like, he's dead. He's dead about And then, like, the three people that he ends up hanging out with, um, one of them kicks 
the guy's head in and he sees a bunch of blood and he's like, oh my, oh my God. And then that's when they steal the body and take off of it. Damn. Yeah. Uh, my number eight? Uh, yeah, because yeah, you started us off. You're number eight. I have one we covered earlier this year and one that became one of my instant favorites. Uh, for, especially for independent films, I went with She Came From the Woods. Oh, Jesus. Uh, this was a fun camp flick that had a very spooky nighttime vibe. That it's like, uh, it's eerie, but it's funny. It's got all the fun camp movie things. And uh, I think camp movies are the, some of the best fare for spooky season. So, yeah. I, I, and this one was a lot of fun. With cool twists and turns, people that you didn't think would make it, making it, and people think that you thought would make it for the long haul, fucking biting the dust, like my homie Mike. R.I.P. Mike. R.I.P. Mike. And we can even cover each one of these um, little mini-reviews under TikTok, too. Yeah, which we will do that. We just will. not tonight, guys. Just not tonight. Uh, but, yeah, that's my number eight, because I, I really like this one. Especially with the kid, them having the kids. I think it's a unique twist having the kids get possessed and kill people too, because it adds another aspect of the woods being haunted. I think it'd be cool if Friday utilized that, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. I thought that was a cool twist, possessing the kid and having another. Especially you're dealing with the witch already, and now you're dealing with kids fucking chasing you down and eating you. It was just a. We were going to be on Broadway. Yeah. It was just a funny movie with good characters and, and a nice, fast plot. Yeah. All right, go ahead, man. Uh, my number eight is going to be Trick or Treat from 2007. So when I think of Halloween, I think of anthology movies. Yeah. Probably because of how much time my father made, how many times my father made me watch Tales from the Crypt and stuff like that. That's probably where my life for anthology movies come from, but Trick or Treat is an anthology movie. It's about a little is it a boy? I don't I don't know what it is, honestly. I don't know if anybody knows what it is, but it's named Sam. And he's like he's got like this bag thing over his head that's like tied real tight. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure if there's actually a gender yeah. or if it's a demon. Or an entity, or like I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie, um, not movie series, Creeped Out on Netflix. Your kids might like it, yeah, or whatnot. He looks very much like the Creeper guy at okay. the beginning. Or sorry, not the Creeper. His name is the Mysterious. That's his name. Yeah, the Mysterious. Uh, the Curious. The Curious and uh, that's the last time I'll change his name. <laughs> but this is, it's like, it's like six or seven good little tales, spooky tales. Like when I say little, like don't, please do not confuse little with young. When I say little, I'm, I mean like the time, not, not the kid. They're little stories and they're brutal. They really are. If you don't have the stomach for it, watch it. But it is, if you like stuff like that, you'll like it. Hell yeah. All right, my number seven. My number seven, my dude. I have, I wanted to put a zombie thing on this, and I couldn't think of a good one with like a spooky vibe, so I just went with Train to Busan. Oh, great movie. I haven't seen that movie yet. 
It's a classic. Uh, it's an it's an Asian one, and it's uh, I think it's Korean, but I'm not 100 percent sure. It is Korean because they're going to stall. It's a really good fucking movie. Where every it's one of those things where every single character has a beginning, middle, and end kind of arc, but without it slowing down and taking too much time. And even like when they get eaten or die or whatever, like it all just seems like it's coming to a conclusion. And it just had one of the, it has the greatest plot I've ever seen in a zombie movie. And it actually makes you feel emotion, but it also has all the good shit, like the brutality and the guts and gore and stuff. So to me, if you're going to throw on a zombie movie this Halloween, it should be this one. What's your number seven? My number seven is, again, another anthology film. Tales of Halloween. That's a classic. That's a really good one. That's a good one. It's a really good one. It's not really a classic. And Daniel says it's a classic. He means that it's something that he's watched like more than five times. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. So it's not necessarily an evil classic or anything, but it's a classic. It's not the exorcist, but it's good. It's another little anthology film. It's about maybe like four stories in this one. I think it's a little bit longer. Or the stories are a little bit longer. Um, Definitely recommend it to anybody over the age of 18. Oh, yeah. Like... If you like scary movies, you like anthology movies, they say your thing, this is for you. So. All right, Daniel, you're five? Yes. I have John Carpenter's original Halloween because I think it's the ultimate. I knew you were going to put that on your list, you fucking cliche, so I left it <laughs> off of mine. I, it couldn't be number one for me, but because it's like, because I'm, trying to tell people what to watch this spooky season, even though none of these are like this year. It's like this one you've probably already seen, but it's still a good... But we haven't done a list like this. this no, we haven't. And this is legitimately uh, a classic. <laughs> it really is a classic. And John Carpenter just made one of the best slashers and one of the first slashers of all time. And a lot of Friday the 13th, all my favorite things, emulate this. And Laurie Strode and Jamie Lee Curtis's performance is still a breakthrough in one of the best uh, final girls of all time. And uh, this movie's just, you can always put this on any Halloween and get scared. And it, it, it still ages well. It ages beautifully. What are you whispering over there? I just say it wasn't the first flasher. It wasn't the first flasher, but that's why I said one of the first. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say. It's not the first slasher, but if you don't think that it inspired a lot of shit, then you're greatly mistaken. I know it did. I know you know. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. It's a statement. Okay. My number six is the original, original, Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. Because I'm sorry. What's better than Halloween than a movie that people had to pass out puke bags in the theaters? Not kidding. People were getting fucking puke bags. Yeah. 
Well, it's a gory one. It's still a fun classic, though. <laughs> I mean, it's gotten a lot gorier, actually, over the years. There's it's a, a masterpiece. I mean, it is a masterpiece. It really is. Like, you got Chainsaw doing the dance with the Chainsaw. I mean, oh, yeah, it's the best. I, I love it. I, I love it. And honestly, come at me. I don't fucking care. The Netflix one that they came out with a couple of years ago, that's still pretty good. It should Because I don't really like... I don't, I know, Daniel, but movies <laughs> differ. Yeah, I don't yeah. really like sex in my horror movies. <laughs> well, it's not just because of pussy. And if it's going to be in there, if it's going to be in there, yeah. then make it tasteful, at least. Make it taste good. Or, not taste good, <laughs> tasteful. <laughs> or make me laugh, at least, like that one fucking Brent guy. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But but I like the original one because it didn't have any incest sex. It didn't have any torture sex. No. Like that didn't start till the second and third one. And playing the fir- and playing the game again and getting into it and, and seeing the hitchhiker and seeing you know uh, the grandpa and, and drinking the blood and shit. It's fun it, and it's fucking. That first movie really set a lot of ground. And what I just said about Halloween applies to that as well. Is that it fucking paved a lot of way for a lot of things. All right. My turn. Okay. I got, I cheated on this one and put three movies in one, but I'm going with the Fear Street trilogy. Oh, okay. I didn't even think of those. Because I think all three of these movies are good spooky season watches in their own right. For one, being like a good like 90s type slasher. But you're right to put all three of them down, though, because yeah. it is... And, and it's one story. It's all the same story. Yeah, and they're individual stories within a big story, but still, it's cool. If whatever vibe you're going through for like a Halloween night, if you want like a cool 90s slasher that's a little bit slick and cool and has cool colors and shit... Uh, you go with the first one. If you want like a traditional camp slasher Friday the 13th type deal, you go with the second one. And if you want like a Salem Witch Trials type deal, fucking, you know, old timey bullshit, you go with the third one. Old timey bullshit. Uh, that was obviously my least favorite, but uh, <laughs> all of them are good and I fun like Halloween watches. One. Yeah, and that would be the one you would watch. So, and I watched the two good ones. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sharon, you laugh good. it up. You like the third one. <laughs> I, uh, I, I enjoy all of them in their own right, and I think they, and that's why I put them all on my list because I think they're all fun Halloween flicks. And okay. So, what's your number six? I was gonna put Creep Show. That's a good one. To the point that I did, but now I'm gonna change it to the movie Awake. Oh, this is fine. That's that's my bad. From uh, 2007. Yeah. Um, this movie, I have never been so traumatized by Diddy because my mo- our mother was in a very horrible accident yeah. many years ago, and it caused her to have not a good short-term memory. Mm-hmm. Basically, not there. So there was a lot of times where she would rent a movie and it would be the same exact movie that we just watched. And we just wanted to have to go with it. Yeah. And then like halfway through, she'd be like, oh, God, I do remember this. <laughs> Why are we watching this again? It's so brutal. 
So, I mean, Daniel, like, Daniel was a champ. He sat through it at least, like, six times. But mm-hmm. after the sixth time, he was like, nope, can't do it. Because basically, guys, what it's about, and turn this on mute real quick if you have a problem with, like, surgery and stuff. Like, don't listen to it. Yeah. And don't watch it. Yeah. But basically, what it is, is it shows the other side to anesthesia and it shows that some people can really be completely fucking hopeless while they're under these procedures. This young man who is the heir to a fortune and is just married with who he thought was the love of his life and um and uh he has to have open heart surgery, something that he had when he was little had that condition and whatnot, finally made up the donor list. Right. And they put him under and whatnot, and for uh, for all appeasing purposes, he's under. His eyes aren't open, he's under. He's not under, though, in his head. And he can feel everything. So it's like his body went under anesthesia, but his mind did not. Yeah. So neither did his pain receptors. So, like, you're sitting there trying to watch this, and this guy's getting this open heart surgery, and then you have to hear him going, oh, my God, stop, wait, wait, stop. But it's all in his and head, right? That he's yelling in his head. Yeah. He can he... feel everything, though. He's just not screaming to people because they can't hear him. So, he's screaming, but, yeah. Very, very creepy movie. Sounds like it. Holy shit. If I could have gotten away with watching it just like twice, I would have been fine. Um, honestly, I watched this movie so much when I was younger that I don't even feel the need to watch it at an older age. That is very traumatizing. And for the boys, there's Jessica Alba is in there. So. She's a hottie. And she lives around her prom, too. So. Excuse me. She's a hottie toddy. Uh, my number four is The Ring. I'll give it to you. It's a spooky one. It's creepy. Seeing the chick come out of the well, you watched that on Halloween? Huh? Was that her name tomorrow? I think so. I don't know. But it was creepy. <laughs> and it was scary. And she dragged in the well and everything, Sherry. It what was very scary. Yeah, all that shit. And they had the well water and shit. She, she got horses to commit suicide. That's the funniest thing about it. It's creepy. And that this, this child convinced, just by looking at them, these horses to jump off a cliff. Like, that is the number one, like, red flag to you being like, hey, your kid's not okay. You, you have to reevaluate your life. Your decisions, your life decisions, the kid, everything. You're going to have to take it back and get a psychiatrist involved, whatever you, whatever the fuck you need to do. You need to do it. Your kid's Because she was, she was literally tough. Like, and then the mom could have fucking fixed her. The mom killed herself. And it's like, oh, well, that's great. Now she's just going to live in the well? No, she's just chilling in the well. And, and then once they finally get her out, her son, uh, the reporter, her 
the reporter's son is like, oh, my God, why did you do that? You weren't supposed to help her. She's not nice. Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean I wasn't supposed to help her? And he's like, you weren't supposed to help her. She's going to fuck you up. He's like, that's, <laughs> like, you just put her in control is what you just did. And, like, it changed the series. Now, did it do something in the beginning? Absolutely. Absolutely. Second one, of course, Daniel's going to like it. Ryan Merriman's in it for all, like, five seconds. But he's there. Yeah. Because he's a scumbag trying to get his innocent young gal to freaking watch the tape so he can pass it on. Yeah. Douchebag. <laughs> Fucking douchebag. But, I mean, I didn't see rings, so I can't say anything on that. But, I mean, as far as I know, I think, I think he fixed everything. Not sure. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen that one. I saw it when it first came out, but I gotta revisit it. Did uh, they fix everything? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Alright. So, number four for me is the original, original Candyman. I mean, what what can you not go with? Like, you can't go wrong with this one at any season, but especially Halloween. And, yeah, because it's like the, it, it's basically like Bloody Mary. Yeah. But different. So, I mean, it's to me, it is a Halloween movie. This is something that you would put on at, like, a Halloween party or something. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. This, and, like, it's not on here. I should have put it on here, but, like, Urban Legends, those kind of movies. Yeah. Those are good ones. Yeah. So, I mean, I love it. It's a classic to me. I mean, it's been around for... A lot of time it's been remade, rebooted, all that shit. Um, I prefer Tony Todd as the original Candyman. Some other people don't. Me too. The new one's good, but the original's where it's at. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just that's just what I think. That's what I would put down as my fourth. I feel you. So, Daniel. My number three, I've tried to put a couple different ones. I got a lot of slashes, but I tried to go for a ghost one here and something there. I went for a psychological flick with this one with 1408. Because John Cusack's one of my favorite actors. He does a great job. And him next to Sam Jackson with a great plot and a fun, creepy. He's he's up there. He's in my top ten for sure. Did I ever show you Identity? Yeah. I've seen Identity. Also, Hot Tub Time Machine is one of my favorite comedies. He's just, he's always, from what he was in back in the day to what he was now, and the fact that he's, like, maintained, like, a level of celebrity mm-hmm. and, like, stayed relevant and stayed putting on good roles. And this was, like, a really good movie that he kind of carried through his performance and his character. And it, it keeps it, there's not even a whole lot of scary shit, but it's suspenseful and it's a great thriller to put on. For this spooky season. <laughs> What's your number three, Mindy? M- Mindy? The Shining, which also takes place in a hotel. Yeah, we got two of them. over here giggling. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> we both did a 
one. Yeah, The Shining. And I'm not talking about the bullshit fucking made-for-TV fucking mini-series or whatever the fuck it is. The original with Nicholson. We're talking about the original Nicholson, Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, Hitchcock. Yeah. That kind of thing. Here's Johnny. Come on, sweetheart. Just give me the bat. Come on. Come on. What are you doing? What are you going to do? I'm not going to hurt you. I just really want to see what your insides look like. Fuck. That's that. my favorite part. All right. Daniels was the one with the door. Mine was, mine was the stairs with the baseball bat. Here's my number two. I did the original earlier. I want to do one of the reboots. I'm doing Halloween from 2018. Because I thought that it had the vibe. We saw it in theaters. Uh, the music that was hit the, the right best places. One. Of the, yeah, of the last three, it was the best one. Yeah. And it didn't get nonsensical. The plot made sense the whole time. It was a fun legacy movie, and I really enjoyed it a lot. I thought it, it, it did a great job of what it was trying to achieve, and uh, I thought bringing Michael Myers in the new millennium, it really worked. Mm-hmm. So that's up there for me, and that's one to definitely put on. At a party. We should watch it soon. We should. Um, my number two is The Exorcist, the original, because we have a new one that just came out. It is coming out? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is coming out. I don't think it has come out just yet, but it is coming out. Um, yeah, I put this down here. Uh, fun fact, Daniel, if you did not know, the scene of her backbending and walking down the stairs with blood in her mouth. Yeah. That actually was not in the movie until they remastered it. And really? Mm-hmm. Until they remastered it years later. And then they threw it in. Because the MPA or MPAA, whatever the fuck it's called, did not like that. They thought that scene was I can imagine that'd be a lot. Yeah, there was. I mean, honestly, I'm still surprised that your mother sucks cracks and hell got put in there. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. That was a big one. So, all right, Daniel. Drum roll, my number one. I have one that you showed me, and I got to it like six months after the fact. And uh, when I watched it, I found out that one of my favorite, like, low-key actors is in there. And someone I, I talked to on the gram, like, a couple times. Uh, Haunt. I thought this is a perfect movie. Whatever, like, people are like, let's put on a horror movie. I'm like, put this one on. And they're like, fuck off. And it's like, okay. But uh, a lot of the times, I'll I'll throw this on for people that's like, let's watch a spooky movie. Yeah, if someone's like, I really want to get scared, yeah. I put this on. Because, like, the reason why Daniel even watched this, and it was like a, it was like within the same week that we watched this. Yeah. Because I messaged to you at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, not like, 7, after I was done watching it. And I was like, dude, I just screamed. You gotta check out this movie named Haunt. And you're, like, screaming, like, fangirl scream? I'm like, no, like, I legit just fucking went, ah! Yeah. And, like, and you're like, oh, God, that's not, like, that's not something that happens. Where'd you find it? And it was on Hulu. I don't know if it still is on Hulu. But yeah, I don't know. very, 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 very good film. It was. 
I really uh, enjoyed it. I thought, yeah. And people need to lay out the fucking centipede. And like a lot of people, and, and we've talked about the comparisons to Hellfest to this, and there's a reason Hellfest is number 10 and this is number one for me, is that one had that glitchy, fun feel that you could still put on, but one is like a genuine good horror movie that I think you will be a lot more into. And that you're, you're probably, very uncomfortable and you're sitting there squinting your eyes and yeah. your toes. One, you might talk with your friends a little more and, you know, the take a shot of whiskey or something and this one you're probably just gonna be focused on the tv because it's yeah. so good so what's your number one mindy drum roll i had to get i had to uh scream oh yep all of them every year daniel and i do something that we call screamoween yes we do and so we have a marathon of all of the screen movies and all of the episodes of the miniseries and all of it's the becoming episodes. a daunting task now that oh, they keep fucking making it. Yeah, it's getting, yeah, like radio silence. Come on, dude. Fucking like, asshole. You were really fucking us over, man. Like now after, you got us having to watch six hours of motherfucking content. Like after four, it was lit for it a little while. It used to be four hours. Yeah, and, and well, and not then four two hours, hours but... for the for the MTV one, and then well, no, not four. Four times 90. Yeah, because it was four movies. And then we had the MTV series, and that was enough. And then they're like, nope, here comes the VH1 series, and now let's do another one, and let's do another one, and now let's do another one. And it's like, oh, God. Come on. And I can always watch, and you're right, this is the perfect, because whenever it comes around this time, I'm like, you want to put on screen? Even if it's not Scream, even if we're not watching them in order, it's like, let's watch Scream 4. The only one I'll never do is fucking Scream 3 because it's a piece of fucking shit. But everything else in the franchise, oh, you want to do Scream 4 tonight or Scream 2 or what? Anything, I, even the MTV show, the VH1 show, all mm-hmm. of it. I will put anything on. And what do they watch in Scream? Halloween. Halloween. And, and that's a good one, too. But this, to me, you're right, it is kind of the ultimate. And I, I like both of our lists, but this is a great number one. I think it's a good count because it is like the perfect one that you put on, especially the first one, but all the other ones too. Second one's good. Second the second one's, one's a good one too. But the first, when you have friends and they've never seen it, it's always, even though that's not really a thing anymore. Exactly. Like friends, families, people, relatives and whatnot. Like this is the movie that you're going to want to show up. And Ortega and them are kind of building it for the new foundation. So it's good. Yeah. I mean... The new ones are really good. This last one, we've kind of polarized on it, but it's good shit. The last one, we kind of took it around the room and gave it a good old shitting. But, I mean, we also didn't watch it until, like... We watched it really far apart from when we actually watched it. Yeah. In theaters. And we were really high on it in theaters. And we, like... Yeah. And, like, right after that, we reviewed it, I believe. Yeah, and then we um, watch it again. And then, like, and then when we let it simmer and watch it again, it's, like, it's kind of like screen two rip off. Yeah. A little bit. But uh, great time, Mindy. Great time, Daniel. You what? What are we doing next week? You want me to tell the people, or you, you want to tell them? Ah, uh, fuck it. Why don't you go ahead and tell the people? All right, we're gonna review a movie. Did you want to do the one you were talking about on Tubi or? I'm going to do something else. No, that's just something else. Okay. Off the cuff here. We're going to do Slender Man. Is that on TV? No, it's on Stars. We're going to have to watch it together. <laughs> okay. 
if not, we'll find something else and post it in the TikTok. But yeah. right now, we're going to do Slender Man. Uh, we'll see everybody next time. Bye, guys. Gotta keep them separated. (laughs) 